hey, we're Blender Style, and we got your fix on this episode, Cradle of Filth, Nymphetamine, released in 2004. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Boys, it's time. We're all Cradle of Filth fans. I think we all saw them together. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of this band. With Nay Oblivious Cars. Remember that show? I've never seen so many. Yeah, I remember that. Remember. I've never seen so many ruffled shirts and doilies in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't sure which Cradle of Filth album to pick. Um, I like a lot of them. They have like over 15 now, I think, something like that. And uh, the first one I got into was like from the 90s. And then, what was the first? Uh, the first one I got into was uh, Cruelty and the Witch, or Cruelty, Cruelty and, the, and Beast. the Beast. Yeah. That was mine also. Um, really love that one. I almost picked that one. Yeah, I just wasn't sure. I almost mm-hmm. picked Hammer of the Witch, uh, Hammer of the Witches. Yeah. Uh, I decided Nymphetamine's kind of like, I feel like Nymphetamine, the track, is probably Cradle of Filth's best song. I just want to thank you for not picking Thornography. I don't love Thornography. Yeah, I'm just glad you didn't pick that one. <laughs> so there's a lot of Cradle of Filth albums that kind of like linger they suck a little bit uh-huh. like there's something annoying about them yeah, yeah i would say but i like all of them in their own right you know what i mean oh yeah 100 except for thornography i feel like this one's a standout <laughs> okay oh uh, for sure so i was trying to kind of pick one of the better ones in my opinion um so here we are cracking the cradle of filth so i got into cr- cradle of filth pretty early on too and i think you know that I think they're kind of that beginner band for most people to get into, like say, like black metal mm-hmm. and uh, you know darker stuff. And uh, this is which like album also, did you go in? Cruelty and the Beast was the first one. Okay, and then uh, so did you go backwards into their discography and listen to the real grimy shit? Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm I, guessing you loved it, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I, I just love the longevity of this band. I love oh, yeah. the, the you know, ethic. Danny Filth, you know, especially is just uh, a great vocalist. He still performs very well. Uh, Dude, I don't know why he's not in the fucking discussion for greatest of all time in extreme metal. Like, oh, it's just, sure. it's, it's a fucking, it's, he's completely underrated. Oh, yeah, I, I would say. His sure. range on this. You know why it is, right? Why? What's... He just goes slightly under the radar. <laughs> That's mean. He like walks right underneath. Under, yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, like, like dude from Lorna Shore is in those discussions. Yeah, one hundred percent. Danny Filth is ten times the vocalist. And like longevity, right? Not only is he technically excellent, but has been doing it for decades, and he still performs. I'm sorry to jump in on that. Oh it's no, just, for sure. It I mean, just that's... needs to be said, dude, because I think this band gets hated on, especially by like the black metal community, a little too much. And I just, dude, I don't know why he—he's completely underrated, in my opinion, and as a lyricist too. Oh, oh for yeah, sure. for sure. He's writing like goddamn poetry, damn near. And I think that's probably what it is. Probably uh, with some people, I guess you would say is uh, he's maybe a little long-winded for some of these other, you know, simpler yeah. black metal uh, guys. And that's fair, know. dude. There's, there's too much sophistication. Well, I'm the simpler black metal guy. You know what I mean? And I, I, you like caveman shit. Yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, that's what I love about this. I love that it's a little bit polished up. I love that it's uh, uh, very like theater. It's theater, uh, yes. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's very much performance. And uh, 
everybody in this whoever's playing with this band at any given moment are very professional they give it their all uh i just love it and this album gilded cut right away of just ah, ah, right? <laughs> yeah their heaviest song probably yeah i mean gilded cut is uh it's rager. It's, yeah um so so my first foray into cradle of filth um our buddy jack uh I think I got into him a little bit later than maybe you guys did, but I'm not sure. Um, it was maybe 2001, uh, and our buddy Jack had the um, Cradle of Fear movie. Uh-huh. And awful. And, and and I think I touched on this before, where where we uh, the remember the uh, Rockabilly catalog? Oh yeah, back in the day. That's how uh, you ordered merch. That might have been way before your time. Yeah, the Rockabilly catalog. I do not remember. Okay, no, it was the best thing ever. Oh. It was all knockoff merch. <laughs> That oh, tried okay. to pass itself as like real shit, but they always had like a section for Cradle of, uh, and I was always looking for Cradle of Thorns because they're a local Bakersfield band. And I always saw Cradle of Filth, and I was like, "What are they? A knockoff Cradle of Thorns wannabe band?" Oh. Not even close. Never even paid attention. <laughs> and then, uh, then when like 2001 rolled around, Jack was like, "Oh, you got to watch this movie, Cradle of Fear." And we watched it. and It was the cheesiest B horror. Danny's movie. in it. Uh, Danny's like the main it's guy. Awful, it. It's awful. Yeah, it's awful. I, you know, to its but it's great. It's, it's not great. awful, dude. There's titty. There's gore. There's get the <laughs> hell fuck out of here. There's some of the best acting you'll ever see in a B horror flick. <laughs> I the only thing I hate about that thing is it fucking jumps around. and You're like, what? Yeah, yeah I, I left that movie. Like, going, I, left, I like, was like, what? I left his house going, what the hell just happened? Where were we? What was the point of this movie? Uh, yeah, you know, not. Not even with any finesse like a David Lynch <laughs> film, you know? It's just like, oh, it's different. They just cut and they didn't have like a good way to... Yeah. It's the complete opposite of their music. But but, <laughs> but he had he had this little S10 with like just fucking highs and he would crank this shit full blast in his it car. Sounds and, awful, and it man. sounded horrible and I used to fucking hate it. And then it just kind of started, like one day it just clicked and started the songs growing are good. Yeah. And, uh, and I kind of got into him. Um, but yeah, I, I 100% agree. He used to brag about how great this band was and how uh, he would do certain things to Danny Filth if Danny Filth gave him the option because he loved this band so much. And I think his uh, exact words were uh, tongue punch him in the fart box. <laughs> Maybe that was I was it. like, what was that? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but he, he was he was obsessed. <laughs> and like, his love for this band was like, he he was like 100%. Like, oh, Danny writes all his lyrics in a 4-4 Elizabethan kind of format, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I was just like, I don't know what any of this shit means. Uh-huh. But like, I started listening to him and totally got into it, fell down this rabbit hole. And this is one of those bands that anytime they come through, if I have to drive two hours to go see them, I'm going to go watch them. Oh, they put on a great so show. Um, but this album was kind of the the one that really solidified my love of Cradle of Filth. Nice, dude. Like, yeah, I dude. listened to Cradle of Filth before and like got into their albums. But when this album came out, this was the one. And, and like you said, I think it was that that video for Nymphetamine, um, and the the girl from Leaves Eyes was doing the guest vocals on it, um, and that video was just kind of one of those things that like got me hooked, and and then from that point on, I went back and started like really listening to the stuff that Jack always pushed on me. I was like, man, he was right. Mm-hmm. This band is great. This is a crazy ass like the extremes that they go to, and then reel it all back in, and the themes and the and the lyrical content and the stories that he tells through these these songs are it's like near it's like nigh classical oh yeah it's It's, great it's cool because you know like some people might say that cradle of filth isn't extreme enough right Mm -hmm. but the thing is is the fact that they 
do different things and don't care what other people say. They are making the music they want to make oh, yeah. and doing writing lyrics the way they want to write, you know. Uh, that right there is extreme. Mm -hmm. That's extreme to me. It's it's actually being an individual and an artist and saying like we're doing whatever the fuck we want, you know. And if you uh, and if you like kind of boil this down a lot, it's not that heavy. Like the guitar sound, yeah. is actually kind of clean. Uh -huh. Well, that I don't know if you know this also. With, uh, well, to me at least, like with black metal, I think that's kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's like heavy black metal. I don't. I've never heard anyone. You know, so I think this is definitely like black metal influence. Mm -hmm. But it also has like a rock feel to it, and yes. I think that's kind of what you're kind of getting. Yeah, it's like the guitar playing's not like if you just kind of listen to the guitar playing. Sometimes you're like, this doesn't sound like heavy like extreme metal mm -hmm. but they layer everything on it so perfectly and then but it's not like super heavy all the time no, no. i love that there's like goth rock elements to it you know what i mean it is very gothic uh like was christian death kind of feels to them and stuff mm -hmm. you know I, I like that yeah it's it's crazy to, to listen to because these guys are kind of the uh the outcast of the black metal scene the black metal scene doesn't want cradle of filth but then like the but they'll let metal, like demu borgir in. yeah but then the extreme well, they metal can also want talk it. shit on now too you know what i mean yeah i mean it's it's almost the same thing <laughs> i mean but, if you're putting out great merch you're not black metal have you ever tried buying a mayhem shirt bro that most <laughs> half half the time you're getting like some bad printing it's gonna fit with, you know what i mean i can't tell you how many really i bought them at the show it's all, it's and i'm like, like this is it's like already got holes <laughs> but you like the, the guy working in the merch booth was ashing in his <laughs> but cradle you know cradle merch is excellent well, it's oh, all yeah. and it took me a year to wash the death smell out of it <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i think there's just a place for some of that you know right oh for sure and uh i i just love that cradle is like more theatrical and more like this is stuff that I'm happy to show my son when he can understand it uh -huh. a little bit more because it is, hey, this is fun, man. Like, don't, you know, like, this is serious, but also at the same time, use your imagination. Yeah, Not everything exactly. is death and gloom. So let's talk about some of these songs because I think there's just bangers on. Nemesis, dude. Fucking banger. The outro part where they're just like riffing for uh, like a. Do you you know, know, just, I don't like fade outs, but I don't mind that fade I don't out. mind that one either. It works. <sighs> And then uh, you know, black is my heart. Uh, black is my yeah. Fuck that black chant is, is so good. Um, so nymphetamine. There's the long version and the sh overdose, and then the short version fix. Mm -hmm. Do you guys prefer the long one over the short one? I fucks with both kind of because you know what I mean. It's yeah. kind of one of those things that like I, I kind of feel like. And then second question. Sometimes you I'll just put that track on and it. I'll listen to the. And then second question: When you listen to the album and it gets to the fix, which is the last oh, track, sure. do you listen to that one as well? Oh yeah, every time. So even though you just yeah. listen to it, well, oh, so this it is tracks in the middle track I, six. I, I think because I was introduced to that song, that track as the fix version because that was the video that was yeah, out. Yeah, that's how we all um, get into it. The short when one when the uh, overdose came out, I still see it as three separate songs. It, yeah, it's like three parts. Yeah, and it's so I, I love it, and it fits perfectly in the middle of it. I mean, just that transition from the heavy and then the fucking guitar rings in to that first fucking it opening chord. It hooks yeah. so hard, so fucking good. And she's singing about a swans and a V or whatever. I love that song, yeah. dude. Dude, what a, like an album, right? 
Dude, like, Gabrielle. how long did it take him to? Do you guys know? Like, I, I mean, we should. How long did it take him to write this album? Fifteen minutes, because Danny puts out a new album every week. It seems like. <laughs> um, well, I know their cradle of filth has obviously con- been consistent, but I agree that this is like a defining album. For the, I think this is what Cradle of Filth was always trying to sound like, and his kind of wanted to sound like again so i feel like the album before this damnation in a day was a good album but i felt like they were pressured by the record label to do it and like you said so this came out and this was their first release on roadrunner and they kind of did what they wanted to do i think back in that time what was this um 2004 yeah. roadrunner was still kind of the metal label that let the bands yeah, kind yeah. of do this what is they like wanted the peak of roadrunner yeah and and so when this came out it was killer and it was just it was weird, too, because I think it was only a year difference between the, the last album and this one. Well, I love that it sounds like nothing else on Roadrunner at the time. Well, and, and that's the thing. Was it's it like they came out with totally Damnation, and then dude. they were like all the record label issues and shit. And they were like, oh, fuck it. We're just going to start over. And they just immediately went to writing because I think it's like every two years that they release something. They're was prolific, it? dude. Oh, like they are. Every year. It's crazy. Yeah. They're putting out tons of albums all the time crazy. and touring all the time. Just working man's band that's dude. actually one of my notes relentless <laughs> yeah just i have mad respect for cradle of filth dude um i feel like nymphetamine might be a little played out i still listen to it every time that's like my only there's complaint. gotta be a reason that's why, your one dude. Yeah. there's gotta be a reason that's why because it's probably one of the better fucking cradle well, for sure uh, um, no no the song the track itself oh, a little oh played sorry out. but i think it's also because it was the video and then the re-release with the mix and then they also did the re-release with the jazabelle diva uh cover mm-hmm. where she took over the vocals from uh that's L- good live kristen uh and Liv she Christine. redid it and and so it was like there was like four or five different releases of that song. Uh, it just got overplayed. Yeah, and, and there's two versions. I on didn't this. know that. Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, other than that, this fucking album kills it. My only beef is it, it is the Danny Filth band. Yeah, and this is kind of like one of the last albums before like who was it? Stewart. I forget who. Lou, like, there's so much turnover in this band. Um, that kind of bothers me a little bit, yeah. uh, but, but it's it's minor. But you also got to give them credit because even this though it you know, happens in these bands, there's too, a though. rotating door since Cradle Phil's inception of all these different musicians coming in and doing stuff. They all still give it 100%. Especially since Danny doesn't write any of the guitar, I don't think. I, no. yeah, I'm not and sure. And it's a very consistent sound. So when they bring people in, it's like, can you play a Cradle Phil <laughs> sound? Can you play Cradle Phil? Well, they have <laughs> like, yes. people. F- from mayhem in cradle of filth at times and stuff yeah. i know it's, and, it's you know sick, like dude. uh also another band that we brought up is kind of the same too as Demi Borgir. like uh the uh, i think it's the guitar player Nick barker that, played in both those bands what's cool about these bands yeah it's a band like cradle of filth and some of these early like Demi Borgir and stuff is like these bands like started when they were in high school mm-hmm. you know so like of course people kind of came and left you know people had uh drug and alcohol issues people get married people try different careers and stuff but also within the members that have uh gone in and out of the band to my knowledge like guitar wise and stuff uh maybe not so much keyboards have been a part of the black metal community and heavy metal mm-hmm. you know community so it just makes sense that 
uh, I mean, if Danny Filth came to you and was like, hey, would you play guitar on my record? I mean, most... Yeah, do you want to make money or do you want to be in your <laughs> or no, like, black dude, metal that's project, sick, right? Because <laughs> like, most of these guys, you know, now they might be hard-faced to be like, oh, yeah, Cradle of Filth sucks. But when you really get them drunk, get them drunk, yeah. and they're going to admit that Cradle of Filth is probably their favorite band. Well, then know, kind, right? of, kind of to touch <laughs> yeah. on, on, like you said, um, like... That, that rotating door of, of musicians it also gives like a good opportunity to showcase all these different people that come in and like have their own style but they still could conform to this genre that, that or this I think it would be interesting to try yeah. to write a cradle you know what I mean yeah. like oh it's I'm probably this a good musician, challenge but well, I'd like to write a yeah. cradle of well, Phil's song what was you know? it in Dorothy Dorothy Venus Aversa good Ashley Ashley came in from Abigail Williams and she was was the keyboards for that and they brought her in and did that and she did for one album and it was to me was like the the resurgence of of cradle filth because i feel like after this album there were two flops in a row for me so i give this 4.4 out of 5 nice this album's a killer album it's not my favorite cradle of filth album by far um but it's up there it's on my rotation of like my top maybe two or three cradle of filth albums um fucking relentless like it kills like you said danny's vocals are consistent and like for how long he's been doing this to still have the range that he has is killer and just his vocal patterns and his delivery are, are yeah killer. excellent they deserve way more respect like matt said for sure nathan so boys i guess a 4.8 i agree with casey completely i don't know if Maybe this is my favorite Cradle of Filth, but I think it's the best Cradle of Filth. I think this is the best they, like, as a band, this just sounds so solid. Uh, the only thing that I, the only reason why it's not a 5.0, really, for me, is that it is a little play down. I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, this has definitely uh, been a part of my life for a while. And, and, and that's, and that's a downfall of making it, like, their most popular album is it gets played out to the point where the people that it's are really into so it. It's so good, though, yeah. man. Like, this is the one I had the CD, you know, and, like, in my work truck, I have an old work truck, so, like, in the CD player, like, I'll put this on, and, like, I'll have a stack, right? Uh-huh. And then I'll, like, listen to it and move on, right? Like, this album, like, I'll just listen to it for a yeah. minute and not give any of these others love <laughs> until I feel bad, and then I switch it. <laughs> but this is a great record. 4.8, guys. Uh, this is one of the... I've literally like shared cradle filth with non-metal people and then they'll like send me a text like six months later and they'll be like hey i'm listening to uh yeah. amphetamine i'm like really you like that song he's like yeah something about it i'm like <laughs> you do you homeboy yeah. uh i give it a 4.8 out of five as Fuck well yeah man uh this album's amazing and it's funny that you say that that like uh it's just when it's in your like queue you just like keep listening to it that's kind of my experience with this too, is I always come back to this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I agree. This might be their best one that like, if you got like analytical about it, kind of like we are, um, it kind of is their best. I don't know if it's my favorite either, yeah. uh-huh. um, but it, it's amazing, dude. And, uh, you know, I give it all the love it deserves. So, and, and, and let me just say it. I like, what I like about Cradle Filth and this album does this too is there's just like a lot of content. Mm-hmm. There's tons. It ne- no song sounds like the other songs. Yeah, it's very like Diverse. rich in in, in it's, it's it's experience mm-hmm. and uh, each listen is a bite that you continue can. You yeah, know it's I mean? very uh, like there's a lot to absorb there. It's like very dense and like uh, 
but not too heady. Like it's not like you can just kind of skim it as well, and it's just as good. Uh -huh. But if you get into the details, it gets like even better. It's just a yeah. amazing band. I love this shit, dude. So I mean, like, I mean, we're taught. We tried to talk about Cradle of Filth before another album in pre, you know, yeah. season right, season zero. And we kind of did the same thing. We kind of went on this tangent about Cradle of Filth. So, what do you guys think? Should we do a Cradle of Filth episode where we talk about... Like a deep dive? A deep dive? A deep dive? Like, I don't know. Let us know. Yeah, but... leave a comment. Hey, we're Blender Style, and that was Cradle of Filth Nymphetamine. Uh, like Nathan was saying, if you want us to do a whole discussion on the band, uh, let us know in the comments. Like and subscribe so you can see when that comes out. Thanks for watching. Thanks, you gilded cunts.